Welcome to this uh, celebration on Christmas Eve. We're so glad that you're here. And uh, if you are a guest, we especially welcome you, whether you have come from a long distance or locally. We are glad to have you here a part of this gathering. Tonight, as been our practice for many years, we are taking an offering, and the offering is being received so that we can give it away. And uh, we have, uh, some years, we have given an offering uh, to help international needs. Other offerings have been uh, centered more on things locally. This year, we're doing both. We are using part of the offering to help support scholarships for our Valley Preschool, and we are also contributing to the ministry of the Jesus Film and Faith Comes by Hearing, which are both uh, international ministries that are reaching into villages and lives and homes in places where the gospel has not been heard, and, uh, and we've, se- we've seen powerful results from that. So we appreciate your willingness to give and your generosity in helping spread the gospel throughout the world. Please pray with me. Father, during this gathering, as we read the scriptures and sing the carols that proclaim Christ's coming, make this an extraordinary time of experiencing once again the wonder and the mystery of Christ's birth and of his entrance into our world and into our lives. Amen. We gather this evening with the darkness of night and sin all around us. The darkness of sin envelops the world in chaos, destruction, and hopelessness. Surrounded by great darkness, we celebrate the child who is born into the world this night. In this child is light and life. His coming brings peace despite rebellion, reconciliation amid destruction, compassion for the hurting, and hope to all who despair. We light the Christ candle on this Christmas night as a symbol of the one who is wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, the light of the world.
Isaiah 9, verses 2 through 7. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as men rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. This is the word of the Lord.
prophecy from Micah, Micah 5. Marshal your troops, O city of troops, for a siege is laid against us. They will strike Israel's ruler on the cheek with a rod. But you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from of old, from ancient times. Therefore Israel will be abandoned until the time when she who is in labor gives birth, and the rest of his kindred return to join the Israelites. He will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord and in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they will live securely, for then his greatness will reach to the ends of the earth, and he will be their peace. The word of the Lord.
Luke 1, 26 through 38. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who is said to be barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. This is the word of the Lord. This time you've waited for my arms. 
inside the unexpected so we might know that love would go that far be born in me be born in me trembling high Just a girl, nothing more, but I am willing, I am yours. Oh, 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 Reading from Matthew, chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But while she was still a virgin, she was found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. And Joseph, the man she was engaged to, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her publicly, planned to send her away in secret. But as he considered this, he fell asleep. And behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son. And he gave him the name Jesus. This is the word of the Lord.
birth of Jesus. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. This is the word of the Lord.
this time I'll invite the ushers to come forward to assist us in the uh, giving of our Christmas Eve offering. Will you pray with me? Our gracious Heavenly Father, you are the giver of all good gifts. And we thank you, Lord, for the many ways that you have blessed our lives. Tonight, we especially thank you for the gift of your Son, Jesus. Enable us now, Lord, to joyfully return a portion to you. May these offerings be used to accomplish your work in this world. Amen.
Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 20, the shepherds go to the manger. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel told them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God on the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. This is the word of the Lord.
Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people, Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star... They were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. This is the word of the Lord.
John chapter 1, verses 1 through 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. This is the word of the Lord. Tears are falling, hearts are breaking, how we need to hear from God. You've been promised, we've been waiting, welcome holy child, welcome holy child. Hope that you don't mind our manger, how I wish we yourself at home. Bring your peace into our violence. Bid our hungry souls be filled. Word now breaking heaven's silence. Welcome to our world. Welcome to our to heal us, tender brow prepared for thorn, tiny heart whose 
is born. So wrap our injured flesh around you, breathe our air and walk our sigh, rub our sin and make us holy, perfect Son of God, perfect Son of God, welcome to This is, uh, in the pictures, our, our little dog, Hobbs. Some of you have been around and heard me talk about Hobbs. He's uh, 12 and a half years old. He, uh, we had him since he was five weeks, so he's part of our family. Talk about him being our third son. Uh, and he's a little bit uh, Pomeranian, a little bit Poodle, mostly Maltese, and from all I can figure, Maltese like cold weather. He loves going outside and staying out as long as we will let him. And we have this nightly ritual with him that before we go to bed, of course, we want to take him out. And I'm usually the one who does that. And I don't mind it so much in the summertime, but in the wintertime, it's cold. You know, and he loves to burrow in the snow, and he loves to, to smell every blade of grass that he can find and stop at every tree in the yard, and he just loves being outside when it's cold. And most of the time, I'm talking with him, and I'm saying things like, Hobbs, hurry up, let's go, come on, come on, Hobbs, I'm cold, come on, come on, come on, and I'm, and I'm just badgering him and whining at him. You know, and I've come to discover, he doesn't understand a word I'm saying, it doesn't make any difference to him. He's just doing his thing. And on those bad nights that, you know, I'm, I'm cold and, and, you know, I'm tired. I want to go in. I just am continually talking and badgering him. But I do have some good nights. And on those good nights, I, I like to just let him roam as long as he wants to. Even sometimes when it's cold. You know, there are some of those nights when it's just that crisp, cold weather and it feels good to be outside. And on those nights, I, I let him just walk and roam, and I love to, to just observe what's going on. I, I love to, to look at the stars and to find the few constellations that I recognize. I love to count the number of, of jets flying in the sky above us. You know, I don't know if you've ever noticed that, but we're in a flight pattern here, because most nights I can count anywhere from three to seven planes in the air above our town. And, and it's fascinating to me as I do that. And I'm thinking to myself, I wonder where those people are going. And I wonder where they've come from. And I wonder why they're on this journey. Were they sad leaving where they left? And are they excited about where they're going to be? And, and all these thoughts filter through my mind. And on my best nights, I take a few moments to pray for them. Not knowing what about life is involved in the people who are flying above me? 
One night I was out with Hobbs and we were walking around and for some reason I happened to notice the doorbell light, the lighted doorbell on the house across the street. Now, you know, we've lived there a long time. The house has been there a long time. I've never paid any attention to it before, but for some reason that night, it caught my eye. That little lighted doorbell. And something about that began to run around in my mind, and I began to think about the scriptures that talk about the light. And I thought about Isaiah, who says about, talks about the light. People walking in darkness have seen a great light. And I was thinking about John, who says that Jesus is the light coming into the world. Now, a doorbell is an interesting thing, because it is at night. You can only see it from a distance at night when it's dark, and the light shines. And there's something about that, that in the darkness, even the smallest light, we can see. When in light, we can't see it at all. But the other thing about a doorbell is that it's not the ultimate light that we're wanting to get to. You know, I don't know of any of us who walk up to a house and stop and say, wow, what a fascinating doorbell. This is the most amazing doorbell I've ever seen. This, I just want to stand here and look at this doorbell. It's awesome. And after a few minutes, turn around and walk away. No, the, the point of the doorbell is not that that's what we admire. The point of the doorbell is that, that we come to it and we ring it so that we can get into the house that has a lot more light and warmth from the cold and the people we've come to visit. And it strikes me that as we come together on this Christmas Eve night, that we come to celebrate this amazing moment in time when God himself was born into the world, when God took on flesh. And sometimes we just stop there. But we come tonight not to just celebrate a baby in a manger, but because of what that baby means for us and for the world. This child will grow to become the one who goes to a cross and rises from the dead and promises to come back for us in the fulfillment of God's kingdom. And what we see in this child, in this light, is hope. In him is hope for our sin, for our despair, for the struggles of life and the struggles of our world. And this light in the manger, this word become flesh, is hope for everything we dream in the deepest recesses of our being. And as we gather tonight... We celebrate not just the child in the manger, but we celebrate this child because he is the hope of the world because of what his life will mean for the whole world and for us. Because Jesus is born, we have hope. Whatever our circumstances may be, whatever the darkness under which we are, in which we are living, whatever the despair and the struggle and the pain and the agony that we feel from living in this fallen, broken, not yet world, Christ is our hope. Because in the light of Christ is grace and mercy. And the fullness of God 
to each of us. And his hope, his light in the darkness is unstoppable. It is unconquerable. And it's for us. Holy Father, Almighty God, you whose light came to us long ago in the birth of Jesus Christ, shed your light abroad in us and enable us to be people who shine the light, the hope, the grace of Christ into this world of darkness and pain and need. Amen. The central white large candle here represents the Christ candle. It represents the one who said, I am the light of the world. Throughout tonight, the, the light from the Christ candle has, has been taken from here to the candles in the middle aisle. And, and it helps us. It help, the candles that are burning help us to see a little bit better. But not very well. It has fascinated me, it has always fascinated me, that the one who said, I am the light of the world, also said to his, to his followers, you are the light of the world. Let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father who is in heaven. And all of us have the privilege and the responsibility to be lights in the darkness. But with our one light, again, it helps a little bit, but it's still not enough. And what we really need is the light of all of us together. To be God's people together, shining light into the world of darkness. And that's what we're going to symbolize tonight. The words to Silent Night are printed on the the back cover of your bulletin. Many of you probably know those words. And as we begin to sing, those of you who are in the middle aisle, I'm going to ask you to light your candle off of the aisle candles, and you'll need to lift the glass probably to do that. And then pass your light down the row, and the ushers will bring the light to the balcony. And as we sing, and as we watch this place filled with each of our lights, we remember that we together are the light of the world.
Please stand with me for prayer. Holy Father, may the light of your Son shine in us that we may lead others to the light and the life of Jesus our Lord. In celebrating the coming of Jesus, may we proclaim with our words and our lives joy to the world. The Lord has come. Amen. Following the benediction, I'm going to ask you to please extinguish your candles in your seats and then you can deposit the candles in the containers where you got them when you came in. We uh, hope that you have a wonderful night, that you have a, a blessed and merry Christmas in the, this day, tomorrow, and that God will, you will know God's grace in the days ahead. And now he who is the light of the world, the almighty God born in human flesh, even Jesus Christ, our Lord, fill your hearts with his love and your spirits with his joy and our world with his peace. Amen. Amen.